the whole concept is just about just taking your time in life, like whatever your journey is, whatever, um, you know, you, your relationships, your your friendships, um, your career, whatever the case may be. You know, I think that you've got time is something that resonates with, with people our age, at mm-hmm. least, you know, they be thinking like, I don't have enough time or I'm too old or, you know, just take yeah. your time through your journey. Mm-hmm. What up, though, Black Fridays family? Welcome to another installment of the Black Fridays podcast. We got family in the building. We yeah. got Tish and we got Sean Carlo in here of No Politics. What up, though? What up, though? Happy to have y'all finally on the podcast. This has been uh, something I've been waiting on for a while, just as far as y'all coming out with a new project, which we'll get into later. And then also having both of you on here. So Sean has been on the Instagram version. Too. And then we finally got tish to come outside so finally yeah we're gonna we're gonna (laughs) dig deep and and get into some questions here so but first i want to ask you both to if you can intro no politics and how did you all decide to musically start working together i'm gonna take it go ahead Uh, um well um uh musically came first before no politics um we just used to freestyle in the car with our our homies we had already been friends for like three or four years and like we were just messing around and um and you know we ended up freestyling one day at a jay-z after a jay-z and eminem concert that was the first time i had ever heard tish rap and um (laughs) and uh it was sweet so you know we was just having some fun with it and then like a year later long story short we ended up really trying to rap and um um, the rest is just just kind of history. We just, just you know ask friends and ask people who now have a newfound hobby um, that we could c- collaborate on together. We just start rapping and um, kind of rap individually, but together, same crew mm-hmm. for years. And um, we decided in like 2016 or 17 to yeah. to make it like an official group because it was just Sean Carlo and Tish, yeah, like <laughs> you know, for the longest. But um, yeah, no politics came about in like 2017. Yeah. Yeah. And what's the meaning behind no politics? Um, you want to take it? I can keep going. So, so as like I feel like as individuals, um, individual artists, we just noticed that there was just a lot of politics and just like everything that you do. So, we are just like artists who like to just keep things raw. Um, you know, we know that we're talented despite what politics there might be in the game or whatever the case may be so it was like you know we kind of like that like no politics like yeah. you know yeah and i'm curious i never got a chance to ask you all this because we had several conversations throughout the years well i thought about it on the way here i think i probably known y'all for it might be like over 10 years yeah, at this point it's definitely been a minute but i'm curious so during that entire time, you all have been independent artists, correct? Correct. So as far as not wanting to play that whole politics that goes in the radio, goes into the music industry, things like that, what do you feel like are some of the important factors to support you both as independent artists in order to like keep your integrity in that regard and like your whole messaging of no politics and not having to, you know, play those those ghetto games as as a friend of mine likes to call it <laughs> <laughs> in the industry and with people. Um, 
Mm. I mean, I, I think um, just naturally as people, I think that's kind of just our general characters to do, you know, what's, what's right, what has integrity. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just a part of our characters as individuals to not really... No lies in our Dabble raps. in something inauthentic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like it's no cap in your rap. No, 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 no cap, cap in your rap. But yeah, we also like you know we we largely in it for the art. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like we didn't like naturally. I like wanted to be a rapper. or Had the idea like oh maybe one day I could be a rapper. But it wasn't anything that like I seriously pursued. We kind of stumbled upon it as mm-hmm. friends, and um, we've always kept that kind of first. So you yeah. know what I'm saying? It was it was never really like a huge financial interest in it. So we just kind of kept that going. For and real. I, I come from like my family is in music. Like my dad was a producer, right. um, managed artists. My uncle was a part of the Almighty Dreadnoughts, was just like an underground hip hop um, group or whatever. Like I just. I was kind of molded to really like hip hop and mm-hmm. and not to kind of like water that down. It's really like yeah. you said, it's just about the art. So yeah, yeah, I grew up on that. Love it, love mm-hmm. it. So speaking of the art, I'm gonna introduce y'all to my favorite part of Black Fridays, which is Freestyle Fridays. <laughs> and I think I'm thinking about doing it since this is a special episode, y'all special guests. I'm thinking about doing it a little differently. I want to know if y'all actually got some bars for Freestyle Friday. I'm curious if we might be able to get four to eight Ooh. bars for Freestyle Friday. But I'll give you an out. We can go that route, or you can do Freestyle Fridays normally, and I got some some rapid fire. Let me tell for y'all. You. I do not freestyle anymore. <laughs> when we first started, I used to love freestyling, like. I was super competitive, you know what I'm saying? Like, I really wanted to, like, hear the oohs and the ahs and, like, prove myself a little bit. But nowadays, you know, I'm I'm really slow. Like, the way we create has really mm-hmm. been organic and, like, just straight feeling-based as opposed to, like, straight bar-heavy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, we have I, – I, I was thinking about this the other day. I don't really have, like, a, a log – of like just just rhymes that's available. Like mm-hmm. I kind of only write on the spot. But mm-hmm. I'll tell you this: if we can do the normal freestyle Fridays, <laughs> we could put a beat on, and I freestyle legit. Is it, if that's fair, he probably still got bars. I, <laughs> sure, I freestyle, but it'll, it'll, I might have to warm up a little bit. I don't want to take up too much time. So For sure. we can For we sure. can do that though. We can do normal freestyle sure. Friday, and maybe we can do a back end. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <Actual> freestyle. <laughs> so because I may I may or may not have the infrastructure for the uh, to put on the instrumental and make right. sure that oh, it's right, right, right. right. We, right. we, we got we gonna do the normal. We're gonna do the normal Man, freestyle Friday. We can play a ghetto though. We can play a ghetto. We can do it. Okay, we can scrap it. Yeah. So just kick off. Freestyle Fridays, I would love to know. Well, first thing I'm had you do is I would like for you to compliment your music partner on one of your favorite things about what they bring to the table as far as the group No Politics. Oh, um, if I had to compliment Tish on anything, it would be um, being f- fearlessly organic. And um, what I mean by that is I think that. Um, I never really know which way Tish is going to approach a track, you know what I'm saying? And um, she has, a, like she says, she got a strong musical background, and that come out a lot in her music. And like, I just never know. So like, you know, I always appreciate that because I kind of, I do what I do, but I like to do what I do. So you know, but with her, she she keep it, she helped keep it fresh for sure, for sure. Um, what I appreciate about Carlos is that he's super consistent. Like, I feel like I lack that. We kind of, we are opposites. Mm-hmm. 
sometimes we like are yeah. the same, but yeah, yeah, for the most yeah. part, you know, we we kind of opposite. So like his consistency is honestly what keeps no politics alive. I, I really appreciate that. When I when we first started, um, like being in a studio together. I would take forever to write or I would just be like, you know, I ain't got a verse today or whatever mm. the case may be. And he just writing with him kind of has helped my writing skills to just be free and let go. And just, you know, consistency is key. So mm-hmm. love it. Yeah. Love it. And then we keep it real on Black Fridays. What is a pet peeve of your musical <laughs> partner that you do not necessarily care for? Um, from a musical aspect? like Yeah. Yeah. Um. Pet peeve. Or it could be business. I mean, obviously, you know, what you do is uh, business related as well. Tish is is super duper picky. <laughs> she's, she's super picky. And, like, you know, this this doesn't really affect me um, in, in terms of, like, as an artist. But, like, you know, I engineer a lot of the music. So mm-hmm. it's like Tish is super picky. I've been like, hearing it. She, she hears everything. She has a very distinct vision that's not always clear to the outside world but mm-hmm. once it happens it makes sense part of that organic you know what i was just talking about that be my pet peeve sometimes like what are you gonna change what yes. you know what i'm saying so like but, i'll be listening to it and i'll be like dang he gonna kill me but man, i gotta say it like you gotta sure. turn that down point three of a decimal. Really? yeah right 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 yeah or just i, I want to say it this way and she'll come say it some crazy way and i'll be like yeah what is this and then yeah. i'll do it and i'm like oh well you was right mm-hmm. sonically we be we yeah. be different sometimes yeah uh carlo is slow he is like a grandpa. <laughs> yeah. He moves so super slow sometimes. I'd be like, bro, <laughs> go get the keys, go clean up, go straighten up, go adjust the lights before we leave. <laughs> He's slow. But other than that, I don't really, you know. I for sure. I for sure move in my own. He moves like a grandpa for, for sure. sure. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> on, on a lot of things. <laughs> So we are all native Detroiters, born and raised. I want to know what's the most Detroit thing about you. If you had to pick one thing. The most Detroit thing? Mm. The Mm. most Detroit thing. That's hard. That is hard. I That's don't a know. Good one. Um, I know Sean used to be the Henny God, so I used to love Hennessy. <laughs> <laughs> um. I know the most Detroit thing we're not is that neither one of us own. I have no Cardis. No Cardis. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly have no Cardis. No Cardis. <laughs> um, the most Detroit thing about me. Um, I don't know. I think I like. Um, I think I. I think I kind of kind of talk Detroit when I hear myself. Like just like, you know, not necessarily just like up to speed on all the new lingo or whatever but sometimes i hear myself talking i'm like damn i was in baltimore at a club and like somebody asked me like where are you from or whatever i'm like i'm from detroit and she said oh you from detroit i'm like yeah for sure and she was like damn that's it i can yeah. tell like yeah i'm like, I'm like oh like, you, know, sure. and like, you know but like you know listening to some of our stuff and editing our stuff i kind of hear like the lingo so i think that's um i would say I know Detroiters are really like about their neighborhood. I'm I'm really proud of like my neighborhood. My yeah. neighborhood is like my family. You feel yeah. me? Like we all grew up together. Um, I would say that's the most Detroit thing about me is that like I'm I'm I love where I came from, like the block, the neighborhood yeah. I came from. So yeah, that's what's up. 
That's what's up. And then I know that both of y'all used to play organized sports, specifically mm-hmm. basketball, growing up. So I wanted to know if you had to liken your game to a basketball player back then, who would you say you modeled your game after? Allen Iverson for me, for sure. Yeah, like, like even that. his style, like, you yeah. know, like all the way down to the braids and the headbands, 10 different headbands on, mm-hmm. armband, wristbands, <laughs> lip, you know, band. all that, yeah. Yeah. like, like all that, sleeve. yeah, you know, <laughs> all of that, I, like, it, would, it would be Allen Iverson for sure. Dope. Um, I would have liked it to have been Allen Iverson, but it wasn't. That that's not that was my favorite player. That's not who I patterned after though. I, I patterned my game after Jason Kidd. Mm. Like that's that's how I always been able to play. It. Yeah, like just kind of slower pace mm-hmm. facilitator. You know what I'm saying? Can swing, Mike can hit an open shot, but don't come to me if you need a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> Do not. Yeah, and I'm definitely skipping practice for sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and there it is. Yeah. And I want to know what hobbies are y'all have y'all picked up recently or that you currently have outside of, of course, music and anything else that you do. Mm-hmm. What um, hobbies you got going on? I really like I like being in the yard. Like I'm such an old lady. Like I love gardening. I love just cutting the grass. Like I like being outside. Mm-hmm. Um, I like using my hands too. So I'm I'm really into like DIY anything. This is fix it. Yeah, yeah. Like I I try it one time, one good time. You know, put up a light. All of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tish family will build every, <laughs> everything for an event down to the chairs. <laughs> build a house from scratch. Real. Build a table. Just cause. Sold the, the tablecloth. <laughs> I got it honest, man. My mama, yeah. my mom's side of the family, like, they are very hands-on. Yeah. Like, worked mm-hmm. on cars, houses, whatever the case may be. Her mom's like, the truth. Her mom's the truth. get it done. <laughs> uh, for me, I'll probably say running. Like, I, I've always been, you know, in the sports and like athletics and stuff, but I never liked to run. And mm-hmm. um, over the pandemic, all the gyms was closed, couldn't get any equipment. I'm like, shit, what I'm gonna do? And the homies was like, y'all wanna train for a half marathon? I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, all right, whatever. And we ended up doing it and I just never stopped running. So like now like that's just implemented into my working out now, which is, you know, bad for the knees, good for the cardio. So, so are you like the new Detroit and you come downtown and run on the river walk and nah, stuff man, like that? I'm I'm a neighborhood runner. Okay. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> hey yo <laughs> Yo Bro, every now and then he'll do a wild pause like who was even thinking of that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was perfect. Like, <laughs> I wasn't even thinking like no. that. But that, was, that was perfect. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. That's, crazy. <laughs> that's wild. <laughs> well, congrats to y'all. Y'all successfully passed hey. Freestyle Fridays. Almost hey. fumbled at the end, but y'all, we, made, we, made, we got it together. We made it. Sometimes you gotta collect yourself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I would like love to go back into learning more about the music. So you've got time you all just dropped a new project recently so if you could tell us about the process how that came about and the premise behind the the project itself the music um the the whole concept of you got time we actually kind of stumbled across that a little later in our process we've been working on this for is it about a year now or a little um, over a year a little over about a year and two months yeah so months. it started out of something else um we ended up like after gathering all of the songs for the project and listening to it and just stuff was just happening organically a little bit mm-hmm. like how we were writing and what we were writing about end up 
it ended up just happening, you know. And You've Got Time was a title that we came up with mm-hmm. probably later as well. Uh, literally like a month ago. Yeah. <laughs> literally a month ago. Yeah. But um, just the whole concept is just about just taking your time in life. Like whatever your journey is, whatever, um, you know, you, your relationships, your, your friendships, um, your career, whatever the case may be, you know, I think that you've got time is something that resonates with, with people our age, at mm-hmm. least, you know, they be thinking like, I don't have enough time or I'm too old or, you know, just take yeah. your time through your journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, Notice as far as like the overall premise of the not only this project but then other projects, y'all will have homies that will, and I know they're telling y'all this in real life too, but y'all incorporate it into the project and like somebody be like, man, where y'all been at? What y'all, what's been going mm-hmm. on? Y'all been taking y'all mm-hmm. time and moving slower, whatever it is. How does like y'all real life experience with developing projects and your own music journey, how did that play into like the creation of this and knowing like, you know, there's it, some people can release projects every year on year every six months sometimes Mm -hmm. but it may be a lapse in terms of when you might do the next project so how have you all kind of balanced that and then how did that tailor into the overall premise when you formed it for you've got time that's a great question i think um you know like we said earlier like authenticity is really at the forefront of everything we do so like i think um with this with this particular project i remember specifically we started in like march like off the rip like one of our mentors um, the president, Chris Walker, had ended up passing away just suddenly. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And that kind of shifted us out of a tone because we was kind of in the R&B bag. That kind of shifted, you know what I'm saying? Like I had a couple other losses at that time. Just kind of shifted the music to a more soulful, like realistic feel. And I think that things just kept happening last year that just kept getting progressively crazier and mm-hmm. crazier. And it just it reflected in the music, you know? Um, real life things. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Like real, very real. Like last year, last 15 months have been like incredibly tough and like you know I produce <clears throat> I make all the beats we produce it together um so that kind of just came out naturally and that's what we worked with and that's kind of how we do it you know um with the last one we made it back home it was just like a you know the first full-length project that we had so we kind of used that premise of um you know we back rapping to whatever and you know we made it back home as a title we kind of wanted it to feel like you were in a neighborhood you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. with this one you got time it's kind of just more so like the messages about the the weight that maturity can can put on you that you know what i'm saying we wanted to um hone in on yeah you know and our, our friends definitely yeah call us <laughs> yeah call us cuss us out all of that you know what i'm saying i actually thirst who is on the yeah, Roy Duffy. Yeah, Roy Duffy. Roy Duffy. Uh, he just like he does on the on the projects. He calls us and he has he has those conversations yeah. with us. We can't we can't be together. And he called either one of us. Yeah. And if if he does, that's that's pretty much the conversation verbatim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that. Hopefully, I think we answered that. We answered, yeah. We answered yeah, for that. sure, yeah. for sure. And speaking of y'all community and mm-hmm. those friends who are tapping in with y'all, and I know you got friends that you work with creatively that comes up with ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that, like you said, you have thirst that will call you and be like, "What y'all on? Like, mm-hmm. what's something got to happen? Something got to shake?" How do y'all tap into y'all community in order to do what it is that you do from music perspective, from business? I know community is big mm-hmm. for both of y'all, just mm-hmm. knowing y'all. But how do y'all kind of like tap into that resource? Um, 
well, whenever we 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 run the music by by the homies yeah, at a certain a point, like eighty percent in, we are like you know we play like what y'all think, and they give us a feedback. Um, because honestly. <clears throat> Throughout our process, they might not even know we making music. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A lot of people just assume we just be we just y'all gave up. Like, right. <laughs> like that's, that's always a conversation. Like, damn, like, I'm like, oh, y'all dropping music? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Y'all literally be in the studio. Yeah, I've been, I've been rapping for the past two years. I just, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, but I mean, that's kind of that's kind of um, expected, given that we, we're not really active on social media either. Mm-hmm. Like, we, like we really live it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. um, not not like. Yeah, we really live it really out here, you know. So like no, like we really are living, yeah, gathering experiences and then we you know what I'm saying, reflect it in the music. So mm-hmm. yeah, but as far as like how our community helps in that way, you know, whenever we got something going down, um, you know, everybody always come out, support us, show love. Mm-hmm. Um group chat really helps. You know, yeah. we, we, we group chat legends. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and definitely. um you know, just keep the energy good. Really it's about energy, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think that's the best thing about our community. Like we keep good energy, keep everybody uplifted and and go from there. Mm-hmm. And as y'all probably already know, I've been fans of y'all since, you know, y'all earlier projects. But always count me in for some good peer pressure because I was messaging <laughs> Tish not too long ago. And I saw y'all had dropped some content and I'm like, yeah, okay, this is cool where the music is. And she like <laughs> be cool like right. I'm on the way and I'm like yeah okay sure it is like and then right, 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 two days right. later got a whole project and asking I was, you I was, shall yeah, receive yeah and I, I was excited about that so yeah. shout out to shout out to y'all finally getting this out yeah. and then being able to explore this next endeavor um, as far as this particular project and I want to ask how would you say this is different from the previous or the first full length no mm-hmm. politics project that you all did and uh, I know what you mentioned there were some real life things that happened that influenced this music. Mm-hmm. But like from where you were then to where you are now, like what's some of the differences in the music? I feel like then we really put a hard deadline on ourselves and like whatever we have finished, we're just going to, mm-hmm. we're not going past this deadline. Like yeah. with this one, we really took our time. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you've got time really <laughs> was yeah, the for mantra. Sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. For sure. So we, we took our time with this. Um, I think with the last project, we... We just wanted to put something out. Yeah. We had a plan to put out several projects in a year, and we didn't make it. So it was like, you know what I'm saying? We can't keep sitting on the music. Like, let's mm-hmm. just put it out. But with this, we just, we cooked. Mm. Yeah, I, I think that. And I think um, just stylistically, I mean, like, our approach kind of changed, too. Like, we just got more comfortable. Because, like I say, we, we, were, we weren't really a group. For a long time, we just work together, like, you know, it's my sister, so whatever. Mm-hmm. But I'll be in the studio. She may be there, like, hey, I got a joint for you, or type yeah. deal. But, like, this, um, we made it back home was, like, not the first time. Well, not really. No, not but, really. But, but, you know, it was um, after a layoff. You know, that was our mm-hmm. first time really, like, locking in together. Like, yo, this is what we're yeah. going to do. And I think um, just after doing that, we developed a good chemistry. And um, I think we've become a little bit more open and receptive and... Um, we trust each other a little more, so it's not like, what you got? Yeah, you know what, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what you yeah. got? It's like, like I, I got this. That's literally how we eight start. Hours in. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because I mean, it, it. You know, as an artist, I'm an artist, and I'm sensitive with my. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> but but to but to let your walls down and pause again, and uh, <laughs> and, uh, and 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 share and be willing to like work on this together. I think that's the biggest difference. To like, actually this was, be like, a us. group, it's, yeah. it's really yeah. it's yeah. really it's easy, but it's hard. You know what I'm saying? We have to figure out how to mesh. We yeah. have to figure out like right. how to. You got this, and I got that. You know what I'm saying? How can we make this work together? Yeah. So mm. yeah. 
And then what about the business aspect of it that you do? Because obviously you're both creatives. You're both very good at what it is that you do. So I'm sure that that comes a lot more natural and mm-hmm. easy than, you know, the business things that kind of come with it. So how do y'all feel like y'all work together as far as like a overall business relationship? Um, I think it's I think it's pretty good. We yeah. we um we actually took a pause from music to pursue our own business with Bridge Falls Studio. So we yeah. were doing corporate events and um, just literally any everything from weddings to baby showers, yeah. visual like, yeah, like visuals all, and audio, all, yeah, yeah, visual audio uh, production. So um, I think that we've definitely learned how to juggle. Like right now we're. Mm-hmm. Doing all of the photo shoots, all of the video shoots ourselves. We're doing all of the production. Um, so, the skills that we got from Bridgefall Studios, we've definitely been able to implement that into like no politics and just yeah. be like a whole in-house production. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, as far as like from a from a business element, it's, it's an easy fifty-fifty split. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like we don't really dabble into the. Well, I did this and you did that. Like right. it's legitimately like you know, we got hard lines, we got things like that. But for the most part, it's like you know, whatever. It's equitable. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Sometimes I can do this, you can do that. Right. Sometimes you can do that, I can do this, mm-hmm. and like you know what I'm saying? We just make it work that way yeah. for sure, for sure. It's a lot that we have to do, and we yeah. just make sure that you know it gets done. I mostly do the visual stuff. He mostly do the audio stuff. So. Mm-hmm. And shout out to you, Sean, for influencing Tish to stop trying to sign people to 360 deals. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. It, it got rough for a minute there, yeah, but you know. Telling people I own you and all your masters, you ain't never getting them done. I'm going to hold your music yeah. just like mine. Yeah. Hey, you better read that paperwork. Right, you better read that paperwork. <laughs> My office hours. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any advice for up-and-coming artists or people who may be on the indie track that are great at what they do and really put in the work but may not necessarily figure it out, okay, what are some of the business details and aspects I should be paying to or paying attention to, like how much should I be getting paid for a show? Should I have a manager right now? Or how right. should I, like, it, do you have any tips for them on things that is key that y'all learned along the way? Oh, uh, well, the first business tip that I give any artist is um, be consistent. Yeah, I think that I in, in this world, <clears throat> you know, we kind of came at a time where it was transitioning from, you know, real slow, just albums and stuff to the digital age. But like mm-hmm. now where we're at, where it's in full stride, um, I think it's important to keep your integrity, but be consistent. You know, yeah. I think that's the best thing you can do in business, especially as an artist. Keep your name out, keep your buzz going and don't lose it because people will forget about you. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I think um, learning how to register your work, yeah, um, understanding what kind of um like if you're using samples understand all of those legalities (laughs) um understanding those things and also don't get too don't get too hung up on getting paid for everything that you do starting off i think the most important asset is is community especially if you got the other things taken care of and you protect it you know i mean you got your rights you got your your um your copyrights, you know, mm-hmm. you got everything registered to you and your paperwork is good. You can go out and deal with people and um understand what's fair. But community is probably will probably get you paid a lot more than, you know, yeah. just chasing a dollar for yourself. Mm-hmm. Consistency is definitely number one for me. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think you should be consistent. Be confident. You know, mm-hmm. everything don't have to be perfect. That's probably we need to take our own advice for real. <laughs> we taking it. We taking it. We taking it. Consistency. Consistency. But what if you trash? Like, should you be confident still? Amen. You can get better. You there's growth. True. That's you true. Got, there's room for growth. That's true. You got to be confident, but you got to be real with yourself you too. You do got to be real yeah. with yourself. Don't waste your time and your money. Yeah. But there is room for growth. You yeah, know? for sure. I ain't gonna tell nobody they trash. <laughs> yeah. But if you know you trash, then that's something you gotta accept. <laughs> <laughs> Legit. No, because it's possible. Like you know, all art isn't good art. I don't. You can't. It, all art can be true. It can be good intention. It yeah. can be good for you. But that does not mean that all art is good art. I don't yeah. believe that. And I think telling people that is part of the problem that we're having right now with depression and anxiety. But <laughs> <laughs> that's another story. I won't go on a soapbox. For sure. No, I, I agree with you because you have people who uh, may start as a rapper or have aspirations right. as a rapper, but they may be a much better producer and yeah. then vice versa. So as long as you kind of explore with, okay, I'm good with this. I'm not good with this. I like to do this. I don't like yeah. to do that. That's how you can really figure out, okay, maybe I'm, I suck at music in yeah. general. And mm-hmm. um, I did an interview and um, the person talked about I wanted to go into music, couldn't rap, couldn't sing, couldn't produce, but I built a business around music. Right. So things yeah. like things like yeah. that would be important. Yeah, don't being a rapper business. is not the only way. Right. And rappers get paid the least. Right. Mm. So that's something to keep in mind when you're trying to force yourself to be a rapper and you're yeah. not good. Like you could have missed two years of getting some actual money doing something behind you the scenes. How much? <laughs> how much off a stream? Uh, Man, you get a fraction yeah, of a, a of fraction a cent of a penny. Type deal. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I think you got to get like. To get like a dollar or something, you gotta get like twelve hundred strings. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. saying, yeah. And like that's that's not an easy feat, you know, independently. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's something to consider too, where you can do something else and get paid to even be in a building. Right. You know, so and if you could give us a couple of paper routes from my own personal knowledge too, and then anybody watching, what are some of those avenues to making money as an artist? Because like you said, the streams, that's a, if you're not Drake or whoever, like they blowing it out the water and have right, billions right. of streams and barely get paid millions of dollars for it. I think that's what's important about building a community. Like you mm-hmm. said, you know, when you build a community and you build a following who believe in what you do, who are, um, have similar lifestyles or, you know, can buy into your lifestyle, then you can right. sell the merch. Yeah. You can host uh, concerts and events. You can mm-hmm. do experience-based events and things like that where, yep. you know, they can meet you, meet and greet. So there are other opportunities outside of just relying on the stream money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely merchandise um, and, and, and live interactions, mm-hmm. whether it be at a concert, be it whatever, I think are, are like probably the two main things that you can get paid for as an artist. But, you know, in this world today where you got you can get a brand deal from anybody for anything. Brand, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that come with being consistent crazy. and that come with, you know, having a community that supports you and can get you in those positions. Facts. Yeah. Facts. And then so the you've got time listening party coming soon slash <laughs> it's on the way. Interactive it's, experience. It's, it's on the way, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's definitely like the the, the the thing that we've been emphasizing, you know, behind the scenes. Like, you know, we don't want to just drop and go away, which we've mm-hmm. done in, in the past. Like, really sit in this project, get as much as we can mm-hmm. from it um, creatively, and also just interact. Like, that's a big thing right now is, like, touching, <laughs> getting in touch with the people. <laughs> you about to have another moment. I have to say that about to be three, man. Third, third, third strike, you out, man. <laughs> you about to have another moment. Uh, <laughs> One thing I, I thought about, still thinking about the business aspect of music. I remember when Tish, you dropped the Curve. I think that was your very first like first, independent first project. First and only. Mm-hmm. And with that, I remember you were real adamant about I am going to sling these CDs yeah. literally out yeah. of my trunk. Yeah, and I so want far. people even like we're still 
still streaming platforms was popping in or beginning to really rise but you said no nah, like i want people to physically touch my music yeah. what's some lessons that you learned from that and and going that route um i learned that out for one i loved meeting the people who like wanted to take the time to listen to my or um support my music journey or whatever like I think that it's very important to do that, to make those physical connections, to actually talk to people, to sit down with them and see why they even want are interested in your journey. Um, that was the most important thing for me was to just right. like literally meet people mm. before I put it on the streaming platforms and a bunch of people just listen to it. But yeah, to actually take the time out and meet those people. My car broke down during that whole <laughs> <laughs> That was crazy. I was out somewhere delivering a CD to somebody and my car broke down on like the last the last delivery wow <laughs> but yeah that was um home. that was very important to me because like i said i uh oh you said i almost made it i come from that time though you know i come from that era the master p era like i, I thought that that was very important to really mm-hmm. just get out in the streets do like some guerrilla marketing or something mm-hmm. like that so yeah and sean did you ever do something similar to that um Cause I want to say maybe like around around that time. I remember both of y'all was doing a lot of shows, but I remember like you were really like adamant yeah. about like okay, let me let me try to get out here more and do some um, do some shows. Yeah, when I was doing shows, that's mostly when I was connecting. Like I always made it a point to like um, show up before my slot and stay after I got off stage and and connect with people and talk to people and you know pick up my tools and fuels and really connect and talk to people. And I think that's what I did. I didn't do anything like what Tish did. I wish I would have, that was a great idea. You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, I was more so just trying to, you know, hey, you dope, hey, let's work and really try to work. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And um, there was a lot of times I didn't work, but I felt like that individual connection has always been Mm -hmm. big. So yeah, that's what I was mostly doing shows, trying to get my name out at the time, for Mm -hmm. sure, for sure. And it's crazy, a lot of those people from that time who, like, bought my physical CD, they still hit me up, yeah. DM me, like, mm-hmm. when are you dropping some more music, you know what I'm saying? That, that's that's the type of connections that mm-hmm. matter, like, that, that mean the most to me, that, you know, these people who are really invested in what I'm doing. Yeah. And I'm glad I got the physical CD because that way I don't have to try and bootleg it off the internet. Cause I don't even know. <laughs> hey, I you know, know somebody was literally bootlegging my CD. <laughs> wait, wait, Remember wait, I told you that? Yeah, he was yeah. selling DVDs <laughs> and had like the music or a music video like at the front of the uh, the DVDs. Was like, it your music video? It was. Oh wow. <laughs> this that's how you, that's this how you know like, you made it. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you know they bootlegging your music <laughs> videos and your music. I ain't mind though, cause I'm like, oh whatever, you getting the word it's, out. It's free That's plug, fine. yeah, right, free publicity. Yeah, it was in Highland Park. He just so your stuff probably on Tubi right now. Man, hopefully, it, <laughs> hey, just an underground legend. You know what I'm saying? Quiet as kept for real, for real. That run was iconic, for sure. It was. That was it iconic. was. Now it's time for a new one. It's time for a new one. It's time for a new one. We on that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tisha had made a very good point earlier as far as you, the premise of you got time and people that are in our age group, the late nine, 1900s baby. <laughs> <laughs> and as far as them thinking like, you know, even at this, you talk to an older person at very early stage in life for us, they'll, they'll feel like time has passed them by, they're mm-hmm. getting older, opportunities have passed them by. Do y'all have any, from y'all own learned experiences in life, what would you kind of like say to those people who might be stuck don't really know which direction they might want to go with certain things could be music could just be career or entrepreneurship anything but like that's like around our age like what would you kind of say to them to give them a nudge or a push in the right direction mm. i would say uh 
uh, just do it. Um, mm-hmm. and, and not not to simplify it, but like legitimately, I think um, you know, one way my therapist put it to me was like, "Yo, you know the outcome of not doing it; it hurts. So like, what's the worst? You know, what's worse than having nothing and not feeling good? Mm-hmm. You know, at, at the very least, you did it. You know, what I mean, you worked towards something, you engaged." You, you're entertained and you sharpen his skills and you still have a potential to make it happen if you're going, you know what I'm saying? I think on a project, uh, one of the lines was, um, uh, the pain of having one foot in is worse than never having anything. Right. Like you you just, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like when you, when you own that, if it's on your heart and you want to do it, mm-hmm. like that thought of just kind of doing it, hurts way worse than just than just letting it go so yeah. if you're not gonna do nothing with it then just let it go but if you want to do something with it just do it just do it you're gonna overthink yourself just go out of it one step you know? at a time yeah 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 i definitely need to uh to heed to that as well so yeah. definitely got some uh some free game myself <laughs> so i want to know what is on the horizon for y'all as far as this particular project how do you plan to continue to circulate the music amongst your community to others? And then also, what do you kind of see in the future for no politics if you've gotten to that point yet? Mm. <laughs> do we be looking that far? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, for the album, for the album right now, we we doing visuals. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, press hasn't been on our radar. We appreciate you extending this yeah. offer. Absolutely, That's love. Yeah. It's you know first stop. Yeah, for sure. And um, but you know, we just trying to not put so much pressure on you know following the rules and just get more so into the, the the nature of how it used to be when it's like you know i'm just gonna upload this i'm gonna see what's up you know you know shoot these videos you're gonna upload them see how people take to it and and really connect like like we say like you know um in-person interactions events things of that nature yeah, and, um, yeah hopefully so. um you know y'all will see more of us in the next couple couple months few yeah months yeah and I, I think down the line, just just bigger, bigger, um, bigger productions on our end, more mm-hmm. more collaborations. I, I would like to see us, you know, pivot back somewhat into similar to what we were doing with Bridge Fall, just more so for artists from from our stance. And um, you know, I'm producing more, so I've been working on producing for other people. But uh, just 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 bigger, more more of what we've been doing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? One, one step at a time growth yeah. you know i think that one thing that we our theme has been to just like continue to move and continue to grow you know yeah i'm curious as y'all as y'all start to work with more people i know that y'all are intentional in terms of like the energy and the people that y'all be around how do you kind of like being in this type of business or just in general kind of like vet out people or situations in terms of like working with more people because i know that was like a thing for y'all in the past where it's like you don't want to just be inviting everybody in a circle yeah. but i know i think <laughs> at least like talking to sean like realizing okay i'm going to have to you know venture out yeah. in different spaces yeah. yeah um i'm a natural to myself type of person homebody yeah. um i love to make you know interactions with people or have different relationships with people i love working with people i know you do a lot of collaborations when it comes to music yeah, it, for me, if I'm going to reach out, it's because I'm a fan of what yeah. that person's doing. Like, yeah. I, I'm not really one that I just want to reach out to somebody just because they popping or whatever. Right. Like, I've had those thoughts and mm-hmm. whatever. But for the most part, if I'm a fan of what you're doing, and I, I think we could meet together on some work. I'm down for that. But as far as people reaching out, um, 
I mean, it depends. Same thing. Like if if they send me something, I'm like, oh, this hard. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? I I'll take. I'll take part in that music or whatever. Yeah, or, you we've know done what I mean? a couple yeah. tracks in the past year. Yeah. We've done what two tracks? Who uh, we did fresco bundles? Oh yeah, mm -hmm. that's bro. Yeah. That go without saying. That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's fam. We so did fresco bundles and we also uh, did Roxwell. Um, Roxwell. The homie yeah. Roxwell, man, mm -hmm. he really dope. Um, that was the first non you know home team feature that we yeah. did for somebody. Mm -hmm. So we appreciate that. But nah, man, just we just open. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. if, it's, if it's a good vibe and, and it's loved, then yeah. Got you. So somebody hear this interview, they hear the new project, they hear your other stuff, they want to tap in, they want to follow the journey, they want to do a collaboration. How can they reach you? What's your info? Um, so I'm at No Politics Tish um, on Instagram. Um, Carlo No Politics on Instagram. With the underscores, though. No, got I, I got them out. Oh, you did? <laughs> I got them out. I got them out. I, got, I don't know how. I got them But I got them out. But yeah, no no underscores on anything. So Carlo No Politics. Uh, TikTok, Instagram. and yes. um, send us a message. You know, yeah, I think you know, we're open for sure. We build it, man. Mm -hmm. For sure. Bet, bet. Hey, well, I appreciate finally getting this interview together. Like I said, Sean already been on the show, and Antisha the elusive I'm one. So it, allegedly, but <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's always great, always great talking to y'all. Love seeing the journey, love hearing the music. I'll listen to it on the way here. Listen to it the first day it came out. Like I said, I would, and uh, I'm vibing with. It. I like it. So it's definitely a solid project, um, and a real good project, and a good listen with great messaging. So make sure that y'all tap in with that. And for everybody watching, I'll. Talk Talk to y'all soon. Peace. I have freestyle coming. Freestyle coming. Soon. Freestyle I coming. <laughs> All right, y'all. Peace.